This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Sarah Keith, who is the founder of Illuminate Atlanta. In this crazy year of 2020, I thought we could all use some uplifting news, so I reached out to Sarah. Illuminate Atlanta provides photography education and opportunities to underserved communities in the metro Atlanta area. Something that I really love about this interview is that she not only tells us about her nonprofit and how it helps the community, but she also tells us more about free resources they have on their website that you will love, and also how you can help out even if you're not in the Atlanta area. If you want a feel-good story, then this interview is for you. Let's dive into this interview with Sarah. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this. So as soon as I heard that Shootproof had partnered with you all, I knew that we had to get you on the podcast to hear more. So can you start off by telling us what the mission of Illuminate Atlanta is? Yeah, absolutely. Illuminate Atlanta, we're a nonprofit organization with a mission to create accessibility to photographic education and the arts by providing photography education and opportunities to underserved communities in the metro Atlanta area. That is absolutely amazing. I love what you guys are all about. Before we dive into more detail on that, can you tell us a little bit more about the story behind Illuminate Atlanta? How did you come up with the idea for it? Yeah, so interestingly enough, it started back in 2016 or 17, was it? It must have been, no, it must have been 2016 because it was me and my longtime friend from college, uh, Allison Jarek, who is now my co-founder of Illuminate Atlanta. We were driving back from the Women's March in D.C., and we decided to do it all in one stretch, which looking back was a terrible idea. Um, (laughs) And so on our way back, we're just driving and talking about things that we want to do and like kind of going into the future. We felt like super motivated, of course, coming out of that experience and super inspired about things that we just wanted to see like and make how our world form it how we want it in a sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so we started talking about how we really want to create a educational space for people of like that wanted to learn photography that might not be able to have as much accessibility to it. it. It's kind of like a bizarre or art form where you've got like painting and drawing and illustration and sometimes sculpture where these are usually a lot more accessible because a lot of people know the basics of like painting and drawing and the materials are not terribly expensive and it's it's pretty easy to get the materials and the people to teach it in the hands of generally children who might not be able to experience that type of art form in any general way but what we saw with photography is that over and over again was the two biggest hurdles were having equipment because it is a 
pretty expensive art form, unfortunately. Photography has come a really long way to become more accessible with things like camera phones and all that, but it was still an, an expense that a lot of organizations could not take on. And then even if they did, they didn't have anyone to teach it. So we kind of like put these two ideas together. And for a long time, it was it was just kind of like a, it was just a dream. And we said, one day, one day we're going to do it. And it's going to be really cool. But it didn't come into fruition until early 2017 when I took over and started the Atlanta School of Photography. So already having this community space, mainly for teaching photography to adults. It was shortly after in August of 2017 where uh, we actually started getting requests from people in different organizations and our partners that we were already working with saying, hey, have you ever thought about teaching photography to kids? And me and Allison were like, uh, yeah, absolutely we have. We've been talking about this for a long time. So <laughs> eventually it just kind of evolved into its own greater thing to where we said, let's just make it official. Let's make it a nonprofit and get a board together. And then we can start officially taking donations and have sponsors and grow this in a way that we really, really wanted it to be able to evolve to. I love that. Community service and giving back to the community that I live in has always been a huge part of my life. So hearing that and what you all do, just it makes my heart so happy that, that that's happening somewhere in this world. <laughs> it's so cool. It is just like it's really one of those things where some of the folks that we work with and some of the kids that we work with are just absolutely brilliant and getting to see them have photography as an outlet is it's like inspiring on our part as well because I'm sure there are so many photographers out there right now that like know so well that photography has become almost like a therapeutic sort of cathartic art form or just a way to be able to translate things that you're feeling that often can't be spoken with words. And kids are just so good at that. Like they're so <laughs> unbelievably just like no like blockage of thought when it comes down to it. They're just like, yeah, we're going to make this because this is how I feel. And I'm just like, yeah, just do that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really fun to watch them work and how they kind of like process different things and just have fun with it. The, the most coolest part is when they just like get kind of like the little light ups in, in their eyes and they're just like, that's so cool. And I'm like, I know it's awesome. <laughs> I know that. I know that look that you're talking about yeah. where they just kind of are in all of what they just did because I was an elementary school teacher for seven years and seeing the kids just light up when they figure something out or they realize what amazing job they just did. It just warms your heart. It's so great. It's, it's my favorite feeling in the whole wide world and just the, the fact that we get the opportunity to be able to, to do that is so cool and something that like I, I hope that everyone gets a chance to experience at some point in their lives. I hope so too. I do. So tell us a little bit more about the programs that you offer. Yeah. So one of the things when we started and when Allison and I were discussing how we were going to begin this was we really needed a platform where we could work with our partners. Never did we want to walk into these spaces and say, 
this is what we're doing, this is our curriculum without having talked to anyone prior. We wanted to meld really well into whatever type of environment that our partners were already creating. So we took this on and shortly after we kind of decided that we were like, okay, we absolutely need another person on our team <laughs> because this is going to be a little bit more of an endeavor than just having a set curriculum and just kind of plug and play. Like this is going to be very customized to the different communities that we're serving. So we brought on the wonderful and amazing Kahaya Polidor who runs our social media and helps with organizing curriculums. And so the three of us kind of got together and said, okay, with the partners that we're already working with, how can we really meld with their spaces? And we came up with some ideas. But the biggest thing that we really wanted to do was to sit down with them and ask them first, what do you guys want from us? What, how can we help you? So our first program partner was the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Atlanta. And they essentially started a lot with like after school programming, but they kind of fit into part of our vision of like creating artistic engagement of just, again, like giving kids sort of that extra outlet beyond maybe you don't always want to have someone that's wanting to play sports. Like for me as a kid, that was not, that was not my jam. And <laughs> so being able to provide a space where art is an outlet and photography is an outlet. And so with the Boys and Girls Clubs, we started doing different smaller like creative exercises. Well, I should back up. At first, we started to do our programming where similarly that we had done at the Atlanta School of Photography, where we're like, here is shutter speed, here is aperture. And we were losing them. We were totally, <laughs> completely, <laughs> blindly losing them. And we just looked at each other and went, this is wrong. This is the oh, bad no. way to do it. Like we cannot sit here and talk about like bring up like a PowerPoint presentation in front of nine-year-olds. Like that's not how this is going to be engaging. So we took a step back and said, okay, let's make this more fun. Like, let's make this, let's literally just give them the cameras and say, go for it. Like have fun, but give them small things like guiding them along. So we did like scavenger hunts. One of our favorite exercises is photograph the alphabet, but like not actual letters, like find something that looked like an A and that oh, kind of fun. thing. Yeah. So doing things like that. And then eventually we realized, okay, then they're going to understand what shutter speed is. Cause they come back and go, my picture's blurry. And we go, okay, well, let's fix that. And they go, oh, that's how it works. So we were like, okay, start with the fun first, then the knowledge comes later. And it's like, okay, this is how we do it. So the Boys and Girls Clubs was a great spot to kind of build the foundation of our programming because we had such a diverse group of, of kids that we were able to pick out and sort of say, okay, so-and-so really responds to this, but oh, maybe she over here is responding to that. So we were able to build the foundation of a lot of our other curriculums once we had done a lot with the Boys and Girls Club. So then we started working with Hillside Inc. They're a behavioral health center for teens in Atlanta in like different mental health facilities for both students that are inpatient and outpatient. And when we started working with them, we realized we had a greater opportunity to really expand more on things that could relate to not only an older group of students, usually we were working with students that were anywhere between like 15 to 18 years old, but they were also split by gender. So you had girls in one group and boys in another, and we were able to kind of diversify our curriculum based on those different groups of students and how they were reacting. And they were a really fascinating group because they were definitely much more reticent to begin learning as 
teenagers are or they're just kind of like in the corner like slightly interested but don't want to be like too forward about how they're like yeah I guess that's cool kind of thing so, right. <laughs> so like getting them into it and like excited about it was a little bit more of a struggle than say like a 10 year old but once we started to take on kind of like this mentality of no we're going to treat you as adults like we're going to treat you like you're an adult and I'm teaching you photography we found that that worked better but in a little bit of that sense we're still kind of playing with the idea of engagement first rather than technical so with Hillside we do programming like digital storytelling where they can build out a concept and pull photographs either that they've taken or that they found and build a like actual couple minute story based on these photographs and it can be inspired based on usually like their own experiences in life as a teenager or like seen through the eyes of like another character and that's allowed a really really cool space especially like in a behavioral health center to allow them to again, use it as therapy, use it as a form where you can start to process some of those emotions that you have in an artistic form. I love that. I feel like what you have just described can help so many different kids in so many different ways get through whatever they're going through in life and possibly find their passion too. Yeah, it's, (laughs) the Hillside is so cool. They write like thank you letters at the end of each like bit of our programming. And it's also really weird because with all the kids, usually at like the Boys and Girls Clubs, we'll say, we'll see you guys next summer or we'll see you in the fall or something like that. But with Hillside, since it's a behavioral health center, they're, they're supposed to leave like they're supposed to get better and they're supposed to do well so we kind of have this really awkward moment at the end of the programming where it's like they're kind of like hope I don't see you again kind of thing, <laughs> which isn't like a bad thing it's just like then you won't be here and you'll be out in the real world and you'll have developed the skills that you can use to be able to process more functionally in like outside of the behavioral health center. So they write these thank you letters and there's one that I I keep a whole bunch of them on my wall, but there's one from the student who like just, I don't know. He just made like such an impact on me. He reminded me a lot of like even myself and some of my friends when I was in high school and the letter, I'll just read it. It's just like, I might cry. (laughs) Thank you so much for the great experience. I really enjoyed how you took the time to help us make these beautiful photographs. I had a great time making memories. I won't forget. Thank you for inspiring me to live on. And thank you for giving me a hobby. You allowed me to realize that photography is an art and has great meaning behind it. So thank you for taking the time to make us happy. Oh, yeah. I got the chills. <laughs> I know. It was like, oh my God. So I keep that pinned up like literally like right in front of my desk to look at that and just remember it's like, because the world's pretty crazy right now <laughs> and doing some of this work can be really difficult. Like running a nonprofit is really hard. <laughs> That's one thing that they don't tell you about it when you start it. You think it's going to be like rainbows and everything's going to be awesome all the time, but then you forget that money exists and you're right. like, yeah, <laughs> there's that thing. So it can get really frustrating. It can get really tiring. It can get really exhausting. So, but like having that letter up there that I can look at and go, no, that's why we're doing it. That's exactly the reason why we do this. And I don't care what else I have to do to get it done. It's for moments like that and having that impact on the kids that just makes it all worth it at the end of the day. Yeah, that is such a good reminder. So I noticed that you guys have some free downloads on your website. Can you tell us a little bit about those? 
Yeah, totally. So Allison and Kahaya have done an amazing job of building some different downloadable activities on our website, which is illuminateatl.com. And right up at the top there, there's a banner. It says uh, download the photographic activities. And we got a whole bunch of stuff. Like you can make your own camera in a sense. It's a camera obscura, which is like a box and you poke a hole in it, but it actually like reflects light back into it. So you can make your own camera. It's pretty cool uh, with just stuff laying around at home. We've got the scavenger hunt up on there. So if you're interested in that, you can play along at home. I especially recommend this for parents that are photographers, but are looking to get their kids interested in photography. Oh, and then a couple of other things that we have since some of our other partners are the Threshold Community Program, which serves students that are on the autism spectrum. A lot of our downloadable activities are built with that in mind. So if you have kids or no kids that are on the spectrum, a lot of these are built for them as well to be able to participate. I love that. Those are such good resources. I actually looked through some of them before the this episode and they're perfect for kids. So I have a, a three-year-old who loves taking my camera, so I might try to adapt some of them to, to work with him. <laughs> I mean, I'm a 31-year-old adult, and I really enjoy them. So <laughs> like, They are for all even, ages. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much all ages from, like, basically three and up. So go for it. Yeah. Yes. So how can our listeners get involved? Is there a way that we can help even though, you know, most of us don't live in Atlanta? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So donations are always fantastic. And and those donations will go towards purchasing equipment, different resources and tools that we might need for different groups of students. Our, our goal is to be able to have a body of cameras, which we're working with now, but we have to take them with us from place to place. Our goal eventually is to build and collect cameras that we can leave with our partners. So we don't have to take them back every time we're done using them for the day. So in the weeks in between the programming, they can still use them. They can still play with them and photograph with them while we're gone. But of course, then the other one is donations of cameras and lenses, like good DSLR cameras and lenses. We're hoping to start a program where we're able to take those donated cameras, probably more like mid-grade professional level, and pass them on to deserving students that are generally in those underserved communities who are looking to build a career in photography, whether it's their late high school or going into college, and maybe they just can't afford a camera with a good lens, we want to be the answer and the solution for them to not have to worry about that part of the process. I absolutely love that you said that because the very first episode that we did for the podcast was with a man named Christopher Hall, and he talked about how he was homeless and living on the streets for about three years, two or three years, and someone at his church gave him a camera, and that camera changed his entire life. (laughs) He ended up finding a career in photography and is now a full-time photographer and making a living by doing that. So when you said that, I instantly got the chills again, because I know how, you know, just one simple act of, you know, giving someone a camera or something like that, you know, giving them the knowledge they need to be able to work the camera or whatnot can really change their life. It's huge. It's, it's, it's huge. And like sometimes people in, I guess, generally more comfortable situations 
don't necessarily think that it's like a big impact. Like a lot of the times we get like our students from the Atlanta School of Photography that is a great source for us to work with and donate. Their students donate cameras to us and they go, oh no, it's just been laying in my house forever. And I'm just like, no, you don't understand. Like this is huge. Like this is so appreciated and is going to go a long way to help with that. So something that we're able to do for our donors is if they do donate a camera, we'll help to like send them a picture and a little description of like who the camera went to and what they're doing and where their donation really has made an impact so they can see it firsthand. I love that. That is so amazing. So can you tell us where we can find you on social media? Yeah, so you can check out our website. Like I was saying, it's illuminateatl.com. And our Instagram is Illuminate Atlanta. That's at I-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-T-E-A-T-L-A-N-T-A. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining me today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me and sharing our work. I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you liked this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.